0: Business Breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers.
1: Joining me this morning, Jeff Halley, Oanda Senior Market Analyst over in Singapore. Jeff, very good morning or good afternoon to you. Looking at the markets, we've seen, well, volatility I suppose would be the word. When we were talking a moment ago, you were saying that people are chasing their tails right now.
0: Yes, these sorts of markets are noisy markets. In fact, the noise is almost deafening. But when you look under the surface, there's really not a lot driving it. And at the moment, what we're seeing is the uh, trajectory of the uh, U.S. fiscal stimulus negotiations between Nancy Pelosi and, and Steve Mnuchin dictating uh, short-term moves in the market. So the market's sort of chasing its tail, flip-flopping, depending on what the latest headline comes up. The markets are, I think, still underlyingly pricing in that some sort of deal will get done that will happen before the US election, but I think that is a big risk, and perhaps the downside uh, risks are increasing for uh, equity markets, for for example, this week.
1: We've seen um, some fairly strong data out of uh, China this week. It feels as though China right now is the powerhouse of the world.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you there. That definitely is. It's almost like the last man standing, really. I mean, I think uh, the Chinese data that we're seeing in the last few months is something that most developed market countries would like to see in normal times. So there's no doubt about it. The export engine is firing in all cylinders. Domestic consumption is returning. People can travel within uh, China. I think China is benefiting, obviously, from controlling COVID-19, but also having that critical mass of 1.3 billion consumers in the economy, allowing it to stand on its own two feet in isolation, much as the US uh, uh, used to do, shall we say, uh, in, in these times.
1: Looking across at Europe, we're expecting to open lower um when markets uh uh, opening later on this morning from your point of view how is europe looking right now because it feels as though you know coronavirus cases um rising lockdown restrictions increasing across the continent i mean it feels as though no we're going nowhere fast
0: to me there seems to be a bit of a a sense of disbelief in the markets or they're just ignoring the bad news uh I think the risks are increasing quite, uh, quite dramatically uh, for Europe. Not to be a, a, a bugbear about anything, but as you said, COVID-19 is making a huge comeback. We're running into winter. We're seeing lockdowns. We've seen Ireland go into a nationwide lockdown, Wales in a lockdown, restrictions all over the UK, for example. Uh, the Brexit trade negotiations may or may not come off. I think the market is definitely not pricing in any risk into sterling or UK markets there either. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the, the, the downside risks are certainly increasing. A lot of parts would have to fall into place for us to get through this without any bumps in the road. Just picking up on that
1: Brexit point, so right now negotiations are off, although as we've seen throughout this process, there is I think an expectation that the UK has stormed off in a huff and then there will be a reconciliation. Um, But we do have the Prime Minister telling businesses to prepare for a no-deal exit at the end of the year. And it does feel as though businesses, markets just don't believe him.
0: To a certain extent, that's true. But, I mean, with the Prime Minister, I think he's right to be saying you need to prepare for a no-deal exit because we might just as well have one. Mm. So, in that respect, I think it's, a, it's an entirely sensible Uh, statement to be making i do believe if the house of lords changes this internal markets uh, um, legislation and then it gets sent back to the uh, the houses of parliament and then uh, the prime minister acquiesces to the changes that could potentially unlock uh, the european side of the negotiation equation Uh, if he's going to be stubborn on this bill i think uh the risks are going to increase exponentially that you will have a hard Brexit, so we say, at the end of the year.
1: And what about looking across to the US? So we have the, uh, the next presidential debate uh, coming up at the end of the week, and obviously in the background we still have the negotiations, as you were talking about a moment ago, between uh, the Democrats and the Republicans on potential stimulus.
0: Again, I I think as far as the stimulus uh, deal goes, the markets are choosing to completely ignore the downside risks to no deal getting across the line, uh, much as they have been with Europe and particularly with the UK and the British pound. Um, So I I still think this is 50-50. None of the headlines that I'm seeing suggest that um, they are managing to overcome their differences I mean there will be a stimulus deal whether it gets in before the election or afterwards is the is the point at the moment. So the markets are still pricing in that there will be a fiscal stimulus deal. But if negotiations collapse in the next 24 hours, again we could see stimulus. Uh, we could see uh, you know equities take take quite a hit and perhaps the US dollar rally. The US presidential debate on Friday is probably the last chance that Donald Trump has to seriously move. The polling needle back in his direction. So I'm expecting another one and a half hours of exhausting television.
1: And where are you looking for money to be going this week?
0: I think as we get closer to the US election and with all of this risk around the world that is being largely ignored, I I think it's going to be a struggle to ignore any longer. And as such, I I think we're going to see some downside pressure on equities as uh, investors take uh, money off the table, and that's a sensible strategy. And I also believe that havens such as the US dollar, gold, Japanese yen will come to the fore, and we would see prices uh, appreciate in those particular uh, currencies and uh, asset classes into the election as the market takes risk off the table and moves into a more defensive positioning.
1: Jeff, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, That's Jeff Halley, live from Singapore, Oanda, Asia-Pacific, senior market analyst there.
0: This is The Business Breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers.